podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Boxingvoice.com. What broke him down? Was it just the body punching? I was hitting with body punching. I heard him actually he was crying there. I'm done with fucking losing. I'm done with trying to learn the sweet science. It's war. It's just straight war. Boxingvoice.com. As it stands, stop listening to the bullshit until it comes from me. He's got to come out here and try to take this dude's head off, or we, we got a rematch on our hands, man. I hope they can learn from my situation and not give up, like, stay strong, like. A man like me don't make no excuses. My boy Chisora said I can win this. I let the cat out of the bag, he's like, I'm a whoop, who sit next fight, I'm gonna beat him. Let's go, Tim! I'm take away them belts from him. Look at him, y'all. And I'm gonna rain again to become three time heavyweight champion of the world. And the news! Stay hungry, stay humble. SDS Promotions. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, Tim! my L. And I bounce back. gentlemen welcome back good morning we are back with another one today obviously it's friday even though every day is friday when are you enjoying life but thank god it is friday right you get that nice weekend we get to enjoy some great fights but one of those subjects we're discussing today is the official cancellation of the virgil ortiz and manis stanonius fight that is no longer happening virgil ortiz suffering an injury related to a previous injury or illness that he just lives with, right? So we'll give you all those details. We're also discussing the finalization and the fact that the fight is official between Anthony Joshua and Dillian White. We're also going to be discussing... Uh, my New Jersey brethren, Shadeza Green, taking on Olivia Curry. That fight is signed, sealed, and delivered for August 5th. So less than a month away for the Sweets Terminator to get back into that ring and do her thing. We're also going to be discussing Daniel Dubois and the fact that he is now facing Alexander Usyk for three out of the four belts in the heavyweight division. So Usyk certainly has a, you know, I guess the task of defending those belts so that the big fight can happen in Saudi Arabia. Heavy rumors he and Wilder were supposed to fight. 
I'm assuming that first offer wasn't good enough uh, because Usyk has gone in another direction, taking on his mandatory. Uh, AJ has signed, sealed, and delivered. He's going to be taking on Dillian White. Now, it does look like we're still on par to receive that December super fight from the Saudis. You know, uh, with AJ getting a tune-up, that leaves him free. With Usyk handling his mandatory, if he can win, that leaves him free. Looks like offers were sent to Ruiz for a potential Wilder fight, which would also give him an in-between fight before the December fight. So uh, certainly things are falling into place. 2023 being one of those years that we will remember for quite some time. Um, I do want to share with you, obviously, this information. This is from the ESPN report. And it says, when Ortiz passed out, he had to be given mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation by his father trainer, Virgil Ortiz Sr. Before being transported to a hospital, a source with knowledge of the incident told Fight Freaks Unite. For those that don't know, Fight Freaks Unite is obviously Dan Rayfield and his subscription email. Um, a Golden Boy spokesperson told Rayfield that Ortiz was once again suffering from issues related to a reoccurrence of Rabadomal, whatever. Rabadobomosis? I don't know. A condition known as Rabo. Sounds like adobo. Which occurs when damaged muscle tissue releases protein and electrolytes into the blood. It can damage the heart and kidneys, and in most severe cases, cause death. So this is something that uh, Ortiz has been dealing with and certainly something that, you know, he needs to get in order. We've seen this happen now two times. Uh, the Stenonius himself pulled out one time, and previous to this fight, because I've seen the Spit Bucket podcast on my Instagram post telling me I got it wrong, I never insinuated he pulled out the Stenonius fight four times. It's a three-fight cancellation now, plus one other fight, plus he fought sick before the Mickinson fight. It's just a paper trail of illnesses for the young man. Hopefully, he can get it together. Buenos dias, Ringwalk Danny. What it do? Hey, top of the morning, man. How are you? I cannot complain. Ready to rock and roll. I know it's a little early over there, so you're, you know, not as ready as me. Nah, bro. You know, uh, so let me tell you what happened, right? You know, I had an amazing, mm. amazing uh, Philly cheesesteak last night. Mm. And shit put me on my ass, bro. I, I, I had that. I had some cookies and an edible after. And I was asleep by like 7.30. So now, 2.30 rolls around, I'm wide awake, been up since, right? But now it's like, started to doze off. You know how I be. You know how I be. Unfortunately, I couldn't make myself no coffee, bro. Fucking made the coffee. It was all, like, grainy or something. Like, there was an issue with the filter. So I'm 
that's honestly like the worst part of my morning. This is the no coffee part. You know, but yeah, that gotta suck. I already had like three cups of coffee. Oh, I bet you did. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's funny. Uh, it's funny, you know. I woke up. You said three o'clock. I woke up. No, you said two thirty. I woke up three o'clock. Mm. Then I I went back down like seven thirty for a good hour. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's all good. You know, I'm 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 closer to the east than I am the west. So all that means is is dunking time. You know. Mm. East Coast does run on Duncan. Yeah, I mean this this the shy, but we still there's a Duncan like three blocks from here, four blocks from here. But so what up though, champ? I know you happy. This shit division, the 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 heavy hitters, the heavyweights. Um, I know you've been trying to get out to Saudi. You know how excited it is you on all the news developing. You was just in 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 London a few months ago for AJ's last fight. You know, man, I'm hoping we go. I'm hoping we going back. I know it's expensive out there, but this is a bigger fight. I hope they're bringing us back out for this one with Tom, too, to prepare and get ready. But, I mean, I like the fight for AJ. I think that this is what he needed. He didn't knock out Franklin, so you don't want to put him in there with something too, you know, dangerous that could ruin the bag. Look at what happened to Adam Kovnaki. I'm telling you, I know no one thought Joey Kusamana was going to get that win. That's crazy. We dropped the ball on money there. No, don't. I, I say we because obviously I give advice. There's no way possible I would have ever gave that, given that advice. Like, I know Joey, like, personally. So, I never thought he would do that. Yeah, neither did I. Neither did I. Um, and I don't know him personally. But, yeah, bro, I think uh, I'm honestly confused. Why the fuck did you bring up Kusamano when we talk to AJ? Because AJ, because even though people are like, oh, I'm not happy with the white fight because AJ got the win over Franklin, he still needs more development, especially under the hands of Derek James. And what I'm saying is reiterating to people and giving them an example that even when you think someone is going to win, he can lose. So they're trying to be careful. That's why it's Dillian White. Dillian White has a more vulnerable chin and is susceptible to lose because of that. You know, AJ got to lose on points. He's pretty durable. Vlad didn't knock him out. Andy didn't knock him out. You know, they Andy made him give up mentally but he didn't knock him out the dude don't go down like that he don't stay down like that he he up there you know what i'm saying we gonna see that camp is getting strong too i see ryan has finally made his move over there permanently i think he bought a house and um obviously aj is there and been there and that's why this fight is august 12th believe it or not yeah, were you surprised? And and granted, that's a date that's been rumored for quite some time, but were you surprised that shit's in a month? Yeah, I mean, it just shows you that AJ has fallen from graces. He's no longer a 90-day announcement fighter. You know, it's he's not going to do 90,000 tickets, and they know that, so they didn't, you know, plan 
those 90 normal days of promotion. This is a, this is a, yo, get, we getting you back right so you can get the big hundred plus million from the Saudis. We just need to make you look sellable. You know, the Franklin fight didn't do it. The public isn't, he came off the Franklin fight getting more questions than answering questions. So, this is all about public perception. We get him a knockout. Oh, he's ready for Wilder. That's how it is for the casual mind. Now, in the meantime, what do you think Wilder does? I mean, Andy's turning down offers. So I don't know where Wilder goes. I don't really know anything on his side of the street that's even appealing. No one wants to see the Perot twins. They're not ready. I mean, Wilder could get Michael Hunter. Michael Hunter is Usyk size. He fought Usyk, common opponent. Um, get used to the movers, cruiserweight, heavyweights. Hunter talks a lot of shit about Wilder, how he handled him in the Olympic sparring and how he, you know, I think got kicked out of camp. Maybe Michael Hunter. American versus American. I don't know. What do you think? Free, I mean, I think Michael is with Boxer, so I was about to say free agent, but he probably not. Yeah, I think somebody just mentioned his name in another fight, but... I don't think it'll really matter. It seems like Deontay's able to work with whoever, so I think that that'll work in his favor. And no, for sure. if the fight I, is big enough. I just feel like maybe Hunter won't be able to take it because he's just signed with Boxer. He was supposed to fight Fury, and it never happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, if the fight's big enough, I feel like it can be made. I don't know that Boxer's going to... Where would that fight land, right? Because like it seems like Deontay's a free agent. I mean, I think it'll to... be in the UK, so it could still be pay per view in America. Two Americans fighting in the UK. Absolutely, it's a boxer thing. Same thing Clarissa did. Same Franchon had to go there. You going where the money's at? We going to Saudi. I mean, they for going. A they also going to to like the opponent's backyard, though. Yeah, but we're also going to where the money's at. You know, people go to Saudi because the money's there. They go in a boxer because the money's there. There was a time where people were wanting to sign of the zone because the money's there. They, I mean, the promoter got to worry about ticket sales. And some fighters, I ain't going to lie, some fighters get a split. So it does matter. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... Yo. I'm just kind of like wondering. I don't think that's a fight we ever see, but... It's a slow news week. So that breaking news in the in the pre-pro, should we leave that for the afternoon? Hold on, let me uh, go to my messages. But in, in, in oh the, yeah, in the meantime, in between time, <clears throat> Shadeja Green of MVP Promotions is going to be fighting on the pay-per-view August fifth card of. Jake Paul, where he takes on Nate Diaz. I was already buying that, but now I'm extra buying it. You know, I'm going to just buy it faster now. I'm going to hit the OK button quicker because Shadeja Sweet's Terminator Green is going to make green curry out of Olivia. Ha-ha! 
You like that, right? <laughs> yeah. We gonna souffle that ass. Let me tell you, I've been stalking Olivia's Instagram all morning. She ain't bad. I don't think she looks bad. It's hard to Should find. Should I go interview her? It's hard to find interview. Um, excuse me. Yes. Why not? It's hard to find. Oh shit! In seven minutes, don't remind me. We gonna get her trainer on. It's hard to find um footage of her, you know, but. I feel like she looks better than I expected. The fluidity of, you know, her mobility. She's not stiff. It doesn't seem like um, foreign. It's more second nature. It's pretty weird. I wasn't expecting that. She's in shape, good shape. Um, I see her and McGee are pretty tight. Originally from Chicago, too. I don't know how you feel about that. Bro, that's she looks tall. Fighter. She looks tall. She got a decent... I yeah, wanna, she, she pretty tall. She pretty tall. I mean, I want to... I guess it's decent, but it's also tricky, the right hand. She doesn't come over the top or straight, she kind of like over the top loops it. It's, all, it's a little like a Madonna right here, except she's not coming over. It's more like, uh, but she throws her head off the line. She not bad. I, I haven't been able to find any jabs. You know, um, she's sparring men. She's sparring men. It doesn't make me nervous at all because I just... You know, if she was spawn the quality of men that my girl Shadeja spawned, she would be posting it. You know, it's very secretive on Olivia's page. You can tell, you know, it's strategic. It's like, oh, yeah, here's the sparring video. Bing, 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 the bell rings. We touch gloves. Video clip is over. Like, yeah, you want some bullshit. People that really like that, they putting it out there. They don't give a fuck. Um... So I don't know. I know what you said, and we'll keep that for the betting show. Hopefully, you know, Danny is right, and 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 we follow his advice. What the fuck did I just do here? Hopefully, Danny is right, and we follow his hey, advice. Hey, just me. Okay. Yeah, All right. I, I don't know why that is. So weird. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, people like to see me sometimes. Not most of the time, but sometimes. Well, yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't think I've said anything on this fight yet, other than you certainly said with. something yesterday. What are you talking about? All right. You don't remember? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. You know I'm getting old, bro. Uh, man. If I tell you, you giving away the advice. You you instantly, when I told you about this fight a day ago, before it was announced, you instantly said, oh, I'm betting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I still am. I still am. I just, I just, uh, you said on a betting show, then I'm like, this fight ain't like for a month. And then it just threw me off. But, nah, it's a little I less mean, than a month, champ. We almost there. Like. Bro, ain't that what anybody would have expected? Like, but 
not the rounds you said. I mean, because look, we sounding crazy now. When when I announced the fight to Danny, he immediately was like, oh, I'm going, you know, certain round knockout. And I'm like, oh, wow. Why? You know, and, uh, you know, he, 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 he went on to explain. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think I was saying nothing too crazy, though. I think that is crazy. I mean, I get that she I'm, has power, but I mean, one girl, one girl is what twelve and zero with eleven KOs. The other girl's like eight and zero with two KOs or some shit. So, at, at a much lower level of opposition, so, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I just, I'm gonna go check her out though. I'm gonna I go just check feel her like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go see her spar, man. You should go see her spa because um Yo Bobby hits wilder though. These motherfuckers want me to pay for my own ticket to the fight, bro. They smoking crack. Oh wow. To which fight? Like I reached He got a show out here, so I was trying to pull up. So I reached out to his peoples and they like, yeah, just get a ticket, the ten dollars. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go on the website, bro. The ten dollars is sold out, the twenty dollars is sold out, the thirty-five dollars is sold out. They only got fifty dollars tickets. If it's sold out huh? like that, it's gonna be lit. The city out there, baby, they support, and they gonna see the kid. You ain't been home in a minute. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Why, <laughs> why? Nah, man. Yo, who I mean, but Kratos honestly, like, honestly, honestly, before you pay, hit Rick up. Rick been co-promoting with them for a few fights now. I did. I thought he would offer. And I'm like, damn, do I want to ask him for my... You know what I'm saying? Coach. You got to turn your camera on, Coach. Coach. And this is uh, Coach Terrificness? Nah, this Coach Trinidad Garcia. Trinidad, where you at? Guests muted themselves. I don't know. Yeah, this is Trinidad Garcia. He's out of Chicago, man. So you got you got to interrogate him the way you do every Chicago person that calls in here. Where you from? What part of the city? Oh, you from over there? Danny, funny as hell with that shit. Nah, I don't do that. Coach, what's what, up, what? brother? What's, What's up, up, fellas? Can you guys, guys hear me? me? Perfect, perfect. What's how going are on, you? Coach? How you doing? What's, What's going, going on, guys? How, 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 how are you? We're good. We're good, man. So uh, I just want to tell our audience we're live with Trinidad Garcia. You are the coach and co-manager of Miss Curry, correct? Yes, yes I, I am. am. I have, I have been, been uh, with Olivia Curry since she turned professional. professional. Um, um, and I've been, been co-manager, co I was her manager, her manager uh, solo in the very, very beginning, beginning uh, when, when she first turned pro, pro, and then about, um, what, what, actually around, around the same time you guys were with Fight Star. Star. She was she signed was by Fight Star, Star for okay. a little while. And, and um, then, you know, unfortunately the passing of, uh, uh, Patrick Oaks, may he rest in peace, and, then we kind of, you know, we're back on the solo tip and just grinding and, uh, building ourselves to where we're at kind of at the moment. For sure, for sure. And what was it about her uh, that, you know, had you invest all that time? And because I, I was reading that she was a Muay Thai fighter before she became a boxer, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't. didn't. Well, well, let, let me kind of say this. this. Let me answer the first part, part of it. Of it. Um, Olivia, Olivia Curry, she, she, I've known her since the amateurs in boxing. boxing. I didn't, I didn't train her in the amateurs at all. I never actually ever had anything to do with her training. She was at another gym in the city of Chicago. I have two gyms in the city of Chicago, unanimous boxing gym. Um, and at that time, I just had some amateur fighters. Wasn't in the pro game quite yet at the time. And every time I would go, there was always this this woman that was there, and that was Olivia Curry, and she was from Chicago. We knew her because we'd seen her, but me and my other coach, um, Lalo, and but I never really like I was always I would always tell him he's like, hey, they, she asked if we can wear a corner. I'm like, yeah, that, that's cool. And at that time, she was one of those people that would go to national tournaments, drive across the country, catch a flight, blah blah blah, and nobody was working her corner. She would go on and face all these people and do all these things, win fights, lose fights, so on and so forth, with not a corner intact. So she, when uh, I would see her, there would be all these people from Chicago at these national tournaments, and she would ask, and I'd be like, she can't fight for shit. I'm like, but she's tougher than everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, at that time, that's how I felt. I was like, man, but she keeps on coming back. And that means something in a sport like this, right? That dedication level, that wanting to grow, and so on and so forth. So... When she made a decision right before the pandemic, she sent me a message said, you know, I'm really, I'm looking for a new, new trainer. I'm looking to go pro. And, um, I, and it was funny because there were five people that came to me, five different fighters throughout Chicago at the same time. And they all kind of asked me, you know, scattered in from day to day to day, asked me, you know, will you train me? And I always got this one phrase, right? I'd rather be with my wife and kids than be there with you. And I, that's not an insult to them. But if I give my time to you, you better give me everything you got. And out of those five people, she was the last one to, to, to survive, and she kept on coming. And at that point, you know, I made a promise to her that I said I would give you everything I got. That included going to Mexico, you know, go, turning pro, you know, in 2021, going to Mexico. We were very active. We, you know, we have eight fights in about two years. And a women, never a repeat opponent. And in women's boxing, that's damn near impossible to pull off, right? So she was one of those people that just kept on grinding, never took her eyes off the prize, never took her eyes off the plan, and just kind of kept on going. Going back to your other part of the question with the with the Muay Thai, I didn't know her during then. She did that really early on. I think she did that in her 20s. Um, she was somebody who, you know, it, it, it's always funny. I don't think most people know this. I know, Danny, you, you're from Illinois. She's from Northwestern. She went to Northwestern, top of her class. She's a director for commercials. I mean, you kind of name it, she's done it in that sense of it. And she's uh, like developing her, her portfolio when it comes to like directing and stuff like that. She doesn't need to do this. And, but she, I, I, in my opinion, she's just an adrenaline junkie. So she went ahead and started doing Muay Thai. She left that and got into boxing. And then years, four years and five years into boxing, that's when her and me kind of met, and then we're at where we're at now. Danny, you were asking why, why she went to where? No, what did she go to Northwestern for? I'm just curious, like, what is she going to college and fighting for? <laughs> Especially <laughs> Northwestern, you know, it's a prestigious university. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. I, 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 <laughs> you know, it's funny because somebody like me, 
I grew up in Chicago my whole life, right? Like it, it doesn't. The boxer that we, the where we come from, mostly in Chicago, is like Garfield Park, uh, Windy City Boxing Gym back in the day, right? Like those Fuller Park, all those kind of things. Where, like most boxing gyms, we walk in as knuckleheads and looking for what's it called. That's not the case with her. She got in Northwestern, graduated, did all that, and she wanted to fight. And for all of her credit with no need to do this she's given everything she got so yeah i don't know why i don't i tell her that all the time that you know if if it was me i don't know if i would be doing it anymore you know what i'm saying because she has that ability to go do something else and be successful doing it because she already is but she gives everything she got and this is her dream right now and and the the, the reality is is that this is her whole world and that's what we're taking into this fight now now coach She's basically been on a club level. What is it about Shadeja Green that you see that you think now is the time or was the money just too good to turn down? Because from the outside looking in, you know, we feel like maybe Curry needed a little bit more development on the higher level. Okay. And and, and I look... Here's here's how I look at it. When me and her talk from day one, she said, I want the biggest challenges. Like, I don't want to just be known as somebody fighting at at a certain level. She understood she needed to be to be to grow into it. But let's be honest. Female boxing right now is giving the best fights. And they it's the biggest challenges. How many more people are there on, on box rec? We're number two. And I think, believe we're number three in the world and number two in the U.S. If you go down our record in the U.S., we fought everybody else we can in the U.S. Let's just be honest. To go worldly, to try to get people from like South Africa and stuff like that, it's almost impossible unless you're fighting over there, right? It was one of these things where we were like, at one opportunity, we've had a couple different opportunities to face maybe one, like one other name-ish, and that was Cornejo. And um, it didn't end up happening for whatever reason. Or another, there were budget problems here in Chicago and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's one of these things where, like, yeah, we, from the outside looking in to everybody else, we're somebody that has fought at the club level and has fought at the club. But to us, if you, to me, it went as the coach and as a manager, I've gone through Green whole entire record. If you actually look through that record, a lot of those people on boxer position. You sounded you sounded yeah. kind of static. You don't know if you're going through. Yeah, well, you sound pretty Sorry, static. Bro, you can't really. Give me one second. Let me see if I can fix this. Can you hear me? Yeah, but you just sound bad. Hang up and call back in. Whoa, that got crazy. Well, um. Hopefully that was can. Trinidad Garcia, trainer and co-manager to Olivia Curry, who will be facing Shadeja Green August 5th oh. on pay-per-view in Dallas, Texas. Coach. Can you can hear you me, fellas? Yes. So yeah, uh, you guys had a fight for this week. Is that now canceled or are you still taking that? Yeah. No, we, can, we canceled. Actually, that fight was at 155 pounds. So we've not only been in shape for this fight, it, 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 look, at the end of the day, the opportunity is too big to risk it for just a, a club show at the moment, right? So we went ahead and we took ourselves out of the running for that. And, you know, I stalked her Instagram, seen very little. What sort of quality sparring is she getting? I did see she's sparring men at least. 
But, you know, you guys did a good job of not leaving anything out there for us to see. Well, to to say that, like, we're, we're sparring everybody. We spar, obviously... The, the undisputed uh, undisputed champ, Jessica McCaskill, on a very regular basis. And I understand Jess is smaller. It's that experience level, right? Being able to do that. Um, for the last fight, we went out to Terrence Crawford's camp. We were sparring guys out there um, in, in, in Omaha with them. Um, we spar men, man. We spar undefeated males here in Chicago. We spar everybody. We get different sparring partners. Anybody and everything, we give different looks. Um, that's kind of the way we're we're approaching it. Is we're not going to change the game plan in the sense of sparring, other than maybe getting a, a couple different people that fit the style. But other than that, that's really about it. And, and when it comes to in, Instagram, yeah, she's not that person, right? She's not that person who's going to be like putting everything and anything on her thing. Me either, you know. But we we continue doing that. You know, Rick does. You know, we I know you guys know Rick, so you know what I mean, like. Rick is all about it, and I let kind of Rick go through the process of it, and Rick's been a phenomenal co-manager with me and all this. So, how old is she? And her, and, and yeah, yeah. is she six feet now? Yeah, yeah she's, she's six, six foot. foot. She's 33 years old. Tall task. You never answered the question of what is it that you see in Shadeja Green? Because why this particular fight? If it's nothing that you see in Green, was it just the the opportunity? The the, the you know the fact that no, no, if you beat her, her, you can beat you can eventually face Savannah Marshall. One one hundred percent, right? It it is the opportunity. It's not about. It's funny because everybody's like, "It's the money." Is the money good? Yes. Is it to the point where? We could have turned it down. Yeah, we could have too. But the reality is that she wants to face the best. And right now, at 160, where we were ranked at the highest and where we were on the verge of it, Clarissa's going up to 168. We all know that. Like, whoever wins, it could be Marshall versus Clarissa next, or it could be Green versus uh, what's it called next. But our goal is to stop that. I think at the end of the day, it's the challenge. We want to fight the best. Look, we want to make the best fights possible. And that's what she wants. She wanted the biggest challenge. You can't get bigger than Green. Green is somebody, if you had to give me, if you had to talk to me about it, I never, she, Olivia Kerr was the only person that said this to me. And this was a month ago. She was like, I'll fight Green tomorrow. That's exactly what she said to me. She wasn't scared of this opportunity. When the, when it approached and certain aspects of the, the deal came through, we instantaneously jumped on it. It's not about, for us, it's the biggest challenge. We wanted the biggest challenge. We got the biggest challenge. We're fighting the boogeyman of women's boxing. Let's just be honest. And nobody else wanted to step up. We're willing to. We respect Green. We know what we're getting in the ring with. But we're also not, we're not, we're not here to just be there. We're there to win these fights. But, Coach... She's never fought at 68, and I get it. Before you say, well, women's boxing, they all fight in all these divisions. Not green. Green was a heavyweight, and she's never gone below 68. When you get in the ring with green, you're getting in the ring with a a full-blown woman that is more than 168 pounds. You know, Olivia's never been past that 160-pound limit Plus was preparing for a 55-pound fight, so she was cutting because her fight was this week. Man, Man look, look here's, here's the reality. Olivia Curry, most of her amateur career was at 178. Her Almost her whole entire fight was at 178. When she got to me, when she first came, came and talked to me, the trainer, she was 
she was a heavyweight. She was in the 195, 200 pounds. And I said, nope, we're, we're dropping down. And to her, uh, to her credit, we got all the way down. You know, we moved down. But make no mistake, Olivia Curry's a big woman. There is no answers or buts about it. She is, you know, six foot, walks around in the 180s there. But we can, we can play around with weight. We don't mind going down. We don't mind going up. That's why this was like, all right, well, we're here, you know, and we know green's going to come in bigger. It's not most, most people at our weight class that they're fighting at 160 are going to come in a little bit bigger than the night before. Now she's going to come in way bigger and that's fine. Like we, we understand that. And Olivia has fought and she trains with, with grown ass men, you know, 185, 190 pound men that she spars with. And that's how we're going to prepare for it. Just making sure that this isn't something new to her. That we're there. What's the biggest male name she sparred that you can tell her? <sighs> the biggest male name she sparred. Um, I don't mean height. I mean name value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name value. That's a great question. Um, I, I, I don't want to. I don't. Uh, truthfully speaking, male value wise, I mean, she's she. I can't say it's been like a world champion. I'm not gonna sit there and lie to you. But I, what it is is we sparred a kid named like Caleb Hernandez. He's eight, eight and one with I believe eight knockouts, nine nine knockouts. He's out of Terrence Crawford's camp. That was somebody we we sparred with for years. We sparred a bunch of other undefeated fighters here in Chicago as well. But that's that's somebody that specifically is somebody that we bring up regularly. I manage him as well. But you know he. Um, you know, big kid, big guy, big guy, naturally fights at 160, but again, walks around at 190, 200 pounds. Coach, so I need to know what happened. Because it seems like you guys thought you were getting a tune-up, an easy fight, and La Destructora destroyed you guys. And I'm only using that word because that's her nickname, but you fought a female in Mexico that should have been a tune-up. She was 1-0 at the time. Yeah. yeah, and look, here, truthfully speaking, I got, it, it, it's really interesting. I found it, that particular fight, we had a six-round contract for that fight. And if you see it on Box Rec, it's four, four rounds. rounds. We get, we get over to Mexico, Mexico the, the, round, round, the, fight the fight ends. ends. The, the, literally, literally, the fourth, the fourth round, round ends. I'm, I'm giving her water, water, I'm cleaning her up. We're, we're ready, ready to go, go in. in. And all of a sudden, the girl's directly behind me. Like, I'm on my knees, you know, giving water, giving instruction, and the girl's standing behind me. And I'm like, what are you doing? And in Spanish, she was telling me, like, look, like, it's four rounds. It's four rounds. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? My contract said six. Her said four. We end up losing the fight. I mean, I'm not going to say that we we're going to come back and win that fight, but there was no doubt in my mind. The girl refused to come out for the next two. We were in Mexico. There was nothing we can do. And at, the, at that point, they end up just giving us the, they, we, we end up losing a decision. So that was it. We were prepared for six. Olivia at that time, and I'm going to emphasize this, at that time was a slow starter. Not anymore, right? But it's not the point. We lost the fight. We come back. We won, what, five or six in a row since? And we're ready to roll now. Now for you, obviously this is my first time interviewing you i don't know you can tell my audience and educate me and my co-host if you've had a bigger tr a fighter in the past or if this is going to be your biggest fight and you know if it is then are you going into it 
knowing that this can make or break you? I used to train, he's actually the godfather to my son, was Donovan George. Uh, Donovan George fought Edwin Rodriguez. Sorry, guys. No, 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 no. I know Donovan, uh, bro. Uh, I know Edwin Donovan. <laughs> I was telling my co-host about Donovan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because Donovan is from Chicago. I, I forgot something bomber. I watched all his fights, bro. I, you know, he, he fought a lot on ESPN, a lot on Showbox. I know Donovan. He didn't know him, and I was shocked that he didn't know him since he's from uh, Chicago. Don... Don the Bomb George, right? That was that was his name. Don the Bomb George, out of out of Chicago. When he fought Edwin Rodriguez, um, I I actually me and his father were the ones who trained him for it, and I was in my twenties then, right? Like I've been I've been working with guys like that for a long time, and just like guys that were right on the cusp, right? Unfortunately, didn't get that that bit that jump over the jump over the hurdle, and didn't make get to that world title shot. I mean, he fought for the IBO. Um, he fought, you know, for the USBA. I believe he won that one, like stuff like that, but never got over that hump. So this isn't my first time on a, on the level of that, um, of this. Now, is this a bigger fight? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Um, but with my team, you know, being able to be around, you know, Jessica McCaskill, Rick Ramos, I've known Rick for, you know, Rick, Rick gets a bad rap. I've known Rick for shit 20 years you know like i've known him rick i was actually myself i was six three and three as a pro right i was a better amateur than i was a pro fighter i have no problem admitting it rick was actually one of the first people that ever advised me and he didn't really know boxing then he grew up in boxing with me you know i'm, I'm 40 years old myself and you know rick was a little bit older and we just kind of we bonded in that sense of it and you know being able to bounce off things with him box bounce on the fly if you will but yeah this is the biggest level this is this is we're at a point right now where you know this is for everything for us to to me this is a world title like i, I mean this is right in the position to face you know savannah marshall and i believe that we will be great i believe we're gonna out hustle and i'm gonna believe that we are worker I don't think there's anybody that throws more punches than Olivia Curry. And I, and I, and I mean that sincerely. She's going to be right in her face the whole entire fight. The thing is that, that that changes with opposition. Like, you know, Margarito wasn't Margarito when he fought Mosley. And he wasn't Margarito when he fought Williams. Like, what you normally do changes with the level of opposition. Same thing with Manny Pacquiao. He didn't look like the Pacquiao ball when it was time to fight. Floyd Mayweather. So, you know, it's just a different story on that level. That's why I'm asking. But I want to go back because my audience is, this is live and they're on me. They're like, Ness, don't let him get away with that. He's saying he thought it was a four-rounder, but the next two fights, excuse me, you said you thought it was a six-rounder, but the next two fights were four-rounders. So, what gives? No, actually, the next, yeah, yeah, the next two fights were four-rounders. No, you're absolutely right. At that point, there was, the number one issue was was that if you were, so that fight, I believe, was in October, the one in Mexico that we lost. We come back in December. It was, the hot spots picked up. In, and, like, I, I, Danny, you might know this. I don't know if you were here during the pandemic at all. Chicago was locked the hell down. There were no fights in Chicago. There was a fight, I believe, that 
like that June of 2021. And as you guys know, when you're when you're trying to build and you're trying to go through the process, we got to find fights and take what they give us. So we had to go to like in Indiana and go go get a fight real quick. And at that point, you're talking about financially. Like we're not selling tickets in Indiana. We're not from Indiana. We're not from Iowa. We have to buy our fights. And at that point, you talk to you know some opponents were like, if you look down, I'm no problem admitting it. Some of our people are like one and one. They didn't want to fight six rounders, so we took what we can get. And at that point, I'd rather get the rounds and get them wherever we can get them and continue building. And that's that's what kind of happened. And then we, you know, then we got a promoter after the Indiana fight right into the Iowa fight. We got we, fight stars picked us up and that's what they wanted. They were like, let's get a four rounder in and then we'll take care. Because we went from four, we went from four rounds to eight rounds, I believe, after in June of 2020. Two, I believe, or twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. We fought eight rounds, back to six, back to you know six again. It was just, it's yes, it has been a load of place in the sense of rounds, but it was just what we can get. It's the business of boxing sometimes. Obviously, you know, for you in a perfect world, you guys win, but you also know your fighter is the worst case scenario. She's gonna go the distance, like. I mean, I'm asking because we need to know her durability. Like, does her trainer perceive her as durable? You know, can you see her lasting 12 rounds with Green if she doesn't get the knockout first? Meaning, if your fighter doesn't knock out Green before that happens. What? I'm not, look, and, and I'm going to be honest. I'm not looking at this as we're going to get knocked out. Yeah, we're going to give it, we're going to go in there and win this fight. Right. Whether that's whether that means a, a decision, a split decision, a knockout, it, it don't matter. Like, I I want to see. I want to see what they got. Right. We're, we're going to go in there. And we're going to do what we, we got to do. I don't really this to say that. With, do I predict her going the distance? I predict us winning the fight. That's plain and simple. Like, we're going to go and we're going to give everything we got and giving everything. If we give everything we got, we win this fight. That's it. Plain and simple. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how we win. It's we're gonna win this fight. For sure, Coach. Uh, so I just want to thank you, obviously, for coming on. Please give out your social media and Olivia Curvy's. It wasn't easy to find it. You don't tag her in any of your own posts. Okay. So next time you're like, "Yo, my girl Olivia Curry doing her thing in the gym," tag her. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm a. I need to get I need to get my head out my ass, right? And start doing that little social media tip. I'm the first person to admit that, right? It's been so much on the grind uh, these last couple of years because like like most people don't realize is that, again, eight fights in two years for women's boxing, unless you have a big name promoter, that don't happen. So what ends up happening a lot of times, little things get slipped through the cracks. And that's, that's, that's on me. I will make sure that I get on top of that part as well. Uh, me, myself, you can reach... Like on, on social media, on, on Instagram, Trin Garcia 1202 uh, is my handle, I believe. And then Olivia, Olivia Rose Curry is hers on Instagram as well. Well, Coach, we appreciate you, man, and uh, wish you the best of luck. August 5th, which is right yes, around sir. the corner, right around the corner. And I'm assuming you took it because you're like, yo, we was already in camp. Because I feel like no, man. I I I'm gonna I want to emphasize this. 
although we were in camp for this fight, this fight has been taught. We've been probably talking about this fight now for about four weeks prior. It's something where, you know, the, the business of boxing needs to come in. Everything got to be right. I mean, yeah, it's a big opportunity. Yes, it's a big name fighter, but the money got to be right, right? So this isn't something we had in the back of our in the back of our mind. Like, we're, we're getting ready for a fight no matter what. In this, in uh, the fight that was supposed to happen tonight, uh, July 7th, here, here in Chicago on Bobby Hitch Show. And, you know, it just coincidentally got signed, sealed, and delivered in the last couple of days. So this isn't. This isn't us just to like, here's a last minute opportunity. We've been, she has been on our radar. She's been on our list. Like, I think everybody else is avoiding, 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 avoiding. We didn't avoid. It was about getting the business part of it right. When they when they came to us and told us, you want to fight green? We're like, yes, but let's make sure the business is right. This ain't got nothing to do with, I want to emphasize this. She was on our list. And like, and like she got it, like right now, right now green's list is, you know, Marshall, Cl- Cl- Clarissa. I, if you want to say Franchon, I don't know why she would even fight her. She ain't got nothing to fight for anymore in that sense of it. Maybe just a name. And then who else? That, I think that's the part everybody needs to look at, is that who else was there for her to fight? Like, there's not much. So we, we went and we were like, she's on our list. Our list was whoever the hell had the belts. I would have loved to have whoever, whoever had the belts. And whoever, can you hear me, guys? I hear you. What the fuck? All right, cool. I don't know. There's like a beeping noise. Um, Amber alert. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so at the end of the day, we were kind of like, she was on our list. Our list were the top, where really, Clarissa, Marshall, Green, Franchon, Terry Harper, Cecilia Breakhouse. We, look, our list went from 154 to 158. But- you just ever there? You jump to the top of the top, like you right under. Well, who else are you supposed but, to face? I mean, look, let's let's keep let's keep it real. Honestly, honestly, I would have loved to see how she looked versus uh Cornejo. Cornejo's a common opponent with a lot of girls. Cornejo has fought from 68 to 54. That was the perfect opponent, even though she shit the bed. You know, I didn't like what she did in the Shields fight, but again. You don't look the same when you get in there with that level of opposition. When that, when the competition is A-class, can you still look like an A-class fighter? That's the question. But listen, uh, I appreciate you, man, coming on. I look forward to seeing what you put together in that corner. And, uh, yeah, wish you the best of luck. I appreciate you, Ness. I appreciate you, Danny. Uh, guys, you guys are doing phenomenal things out there. Hold Make on. sure you guys hit that uh, like and subscribe, guys. Follow you. Hold on, Coach. Danny has a question there. Danny, go. Yeah, I just want to know, are you guys still going to be in attendance at the Bobby Hitch show tonight? Yes, sir. Yeah, we, we will be there. We have uh, one of our other, one another fighter that I manage, uh, Ronnie Jalomo, who's going to be 3-0 uh, after tonight. Um, we will be there. Are you are you coming in, Danny? I'm trying to, you know, but, but, but you know, I'm not trying to be that guy. But, you know, I don't really pay to go to fights, man. You know, I'm there to do a job, and I shouldn't, you know, so so I reached out to some people. Man, he said, you're talking too much. He said, he got you, man. I got you, Danny. Just hit me. Look, look, do me a favor. Hit me up on on Instagram. Send me your first last name. I got a table seat for you. I'll put you right up front. Boom. All right, perfect. Thank you, Coach. All right, Coach. No, that's that's not a problem, fellas. Thank you, guys. Again, guys, hit that uh, like, subscribe button. We'll holler at you guys later on, guys. Thank you so much.
Let's get Olivia on here. Uh, today's Friday, so let's do it next week. Pick yeah, yeah, we're gonna get some. Up. We're gonna get some interviews tonight for sure. I'll, I'll be there, and and we'll get an interview. Olivia Curry. Olivia week. Curry will be there, Danny. Olivia Curry will be will be in the house. Yeah, but we want to get her on the podcast. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, right. let me. What I what I will do is I will actually hit her up. I'll send you a message via Instagram, Ness, and we'll kind of go from there. Got it. Appreciate. Thank you, coach. Thank you guys again. August fifth, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz undercard. We're coming. We're gonna shock the whole world, fellas. We're gonna shock the whole world. I know. I know you'll be green supporter, Ness. I know you'll be green supporter. I I, I trained with her for three years, bro. Like I seen her fight. I seen her. I seen her spar like the top Sergey Dervianchenko, that crazy dude that went to jail uh, for for Rico. Catch CDs that did that to Doug. Oh, yeah. Catch that. Catch that. Bro, she, I'm telling you, bro, this girl. Good. I, you know, I hope, I hope so. Look, different. we're training for the best green possible. That's it. You feel me? No, we're she, we're training for the best green possible. Anybody that, anybody, that night's going to be the fight of the night. We're still in the fucking show. Period and point blank. You know? Hey, that's it. It's going to steal the show. You can, that's how, that's how, you know, that's how boxing is, you know, like you always, you're expecting something and then you get this three fight trilogy with Usyk, right? We all thought we was going to get Wilder Fury and, and AJ yeah. Fury and you got the three fight trilogy with Usyk, you know, it comes out you, of- no- You know what though, Ness? You, you know what the difference is? Women got bigger balls than men now in boxing. Let's just be honest. I mean, these, these do- paid though. See, men- their pay scale is so high that they yeah. want crazy money. Women were so used to getting no pay that now when you get good pay, they jump on the fights. Bro, yeah, bro, no. I'm sorry. This, this, this is, I'm sorry. This is random, but you mentioned, you mentioned curse. Bro, he's out of jail. Really? He's, they said three people have said that he's out of prison and he's been on social media calling for the Billy Joe Saunders fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout you know out what? And shout out to him. You know, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, for me, August fits gonna be fireworks. And and you're asking me whether I know whether she's it's different when she gets to that level. You're right, and we're gonna find out, right? I mean, that's all we could do. I okay. want the best green possible. You know what I mean? Like that's the we're we're training for you know the meanest women fighters supposedly in the last decade like that's fine let's 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 do it bring it you know what i'm saying and i guarantee you at the end of this that come august 6th august 7th i will jump back on the phone with you but like wasn't that one hell of a fucking fight yeah. what did you it and new you know what i'm saying like we're not to hear you say What's that happened? i was saying that shit for seven years bro like because women's boxing doesn't get you know the, the the attention let alone the social media the cameras the videos so I was saying that shit seven years now. Like, bro, this girl is different. You know, I was comparing to Ann Wolf. So- yeah. Yo, but coach, I'm 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 glad I'm glad y'all have that mindset. Like, I I heard it that you you said the alleged. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm glad y'all have that that mindset. I know you guys are working hard, and uh, Ain't it's I- gonna be a great fight. So if you watch the uh, the set of Roos fight, you know. She's everything is advertised because Seta Roos was big as fuck. She looked like a Viking warrior in that fight. Yeah, man, but you know what? Seta Roos also, I, to me, there are different 
eras of women's boxing, right? This is the best era right now. Hands down, I think we all can agree on that. Oh, the yeah. the Katie Taylor, the Amanda Serrano, although Amanda Serrano been in all eras, it don't really matter, right? Uh, Green, Clarissa, all that. This is a different era. To me, Stella Roots was in, wasn't in this era of boxing. Like, and I know that's easy for me to say. I was four. She took no, no, no. I can see that, though. I can see that, though, because I almost. On 12, 10. 10, 10. No, but but I get what you, because of how long she's been in the sport. It's almost like Cecilia Brockett. like Cecilia wasn't part yep. of this. You get what I'm saying? As great as she was, it's she, like, bro, she been. Age bracket, you're saying. That's yeah, not just the age, general. not just the age, but the amount of time in the sport. Like, yo, we been yeah, seeing y'all. You get I, what I'm saying? What I would say is that when you think about women's boxing, it really wasn't until the Olympics popped off for women's boxing that now you start seeing not just not just women boxing. You're talking about athletes. These are athletes in this ring now. Women's boxing are. It's it's not the same. Like I and and Celarus to me, you know, she she's the ex former world champion. I'd give I give her all the credit in the world for to get to that point and being able to do what she did. But when you saw Celarus, there's a difference between a woman boxing and like a women boxing and an athlete boxing. And she's and Celarus is not part of that athletic. And that's cool. Backer. Maybe she's not athletic, coach, but she's still big as fuck. Yeah, I mean, big that, as fuck. The big. That, intimidating and and draining mentally someone consistently coming forward as big as she is come on yeah you no i'm not i'm not denying that right like the pressure and all that but look at the end of the day you also if you watch that fight with green how open was she like i don't care what nobody says her arms were flailing out she didn't really bring stuff back she didn't mind throwing punches but she didn't throw punches and bring anything back the technique for hmm. celarus wasn't there tough woman all of the above? Fighter, Boom. Every fighter needs a trainer like you, man. That's why I love Danny's father, Angel, and Tio's father. Like, you need <laughs> you need a trainer that's going to talk for the fighter um, because it, it makes me excited. It makes the, 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 the fans excited to see what's to come. And can she live up to everything you're saying? Because I'm excited, man. I'm too... You know, we don't... Like you said, no one's calling green out so the fact that someone wants to fight her is intriguing enough she you know what you know what's it's she's the boogeyman in women's boxing right like she's the boogie woman if you will and so be it i mean i i don't like what are we supposed to do we're supposed to sit there and be like oh my god please no like let's don't face savannah no nah, nah, let's don't face savannah let's don't face what's it called we want all of it we want the smoke i repeat we want the smoke that's what we're asking for and you know all respect to her she has all the talent in the world green she's she's obviously at this level there's a reason why but look come august 5th we're also going to show the reason why we're, we do what we do and you know what i mean it's why we're here we didn't get picked because we thought we were going to get fucking because everybody in the mother thought we were going to get stretched there's a fucking reason you know the you know you, you guys got mike leonardi who runs who helps run jake paul's promotion he knows what he's getting himself into because he also helped sign her to fight stars he's no dummy you know what i'm saying like we weren't just signed for no reason back then but now we have to you know we regrinded no we, we regrouped and after this fight the whole world's gonna know who olivia curry is that's it all right coach well we're locked in man see you all let's go coach i'll see you tonight you. coach danny, danny get, so like i said i'm gonna send you uh 
a request. We'll we'll get everything. I think I already got you on 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 uh, IG. And uh, give me some of your first and last name. I'll put it at will call for you, and you ready to go? You just need one. You want two? If you could do two, coach, that'd be great. Take my uncle with me. He could be I'll, the camera I'll leave, guy. I'll leave two under your name. You'll be uh, you'll be at my uh the the table. I got a couple tables, so you'll be, you'll be at the table ringside with us. Thank we'll you. We'll go from there. I'll get you. I'll get you a pass too. Whatever, whatever you need. It's not not a problem. Thank you, coach. Right, we'll so see you tonight. Thank, thank you, guys. You, you guys have a good one. Coach, manager, Trinidad Garcia. Appreciate him coming on the show, giving us a little insight on his fighter, Olivia Curry, who's going to be taking on the Sweets Terminator. Um, I wanted to ask, was she married? But it, uh, it slipped my mind. Uh, because, again, they're not doing the best... <laughs> They're not doing the best job promoting on social media. She's a decent looking woman. Um, and he's not lying. She's certainly probably 180 whenever she's not fighting. She's decent looking woman to be white too. You know what I mean? She's thick. So I don't know if that's going to translate. Like I told you, I watched her and she's not, like he says, she... He talking about set of roots. She's not that athletic. I was telling you that. But I do like her fluidity. She do got some rhythm, especially not to be, you know? Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. You already said it once. I ain't got to say it again. But, uh, yo, um, I saw I saw a video of, of her, and it was like one of those boomerang videos. So, you know, it's like go forward and reverse. You know, so they short, and it was of her throwing uppercuts, right? It was like uppercut, slip, uppercut, and uh, yeah, man, I I I gotta go pay her a visit in the gym because I ain't like what I saw to be honest with you. But again, it was a short clip, short clip. Enough. I watched. I was stalking the Instagram and I found a still shot picture of an uppercut destroying an opponent, like. The camera, you know, the photographer caught the right moment. That shit looked like, you know, a pillow getting, you know. Yo, and shout out to the photographer because uh, nine times out of ten, it was my my, my family, Jenny Alvarez, who is the official t uh, team McCaskill and Rick Ramos boxing team photographer. Oh, wow. So uh, she's not really my family, but we do have the same last name. So shout out to Jenny Alvarez uh, doing her thing behind the lens. Salute, salute. Uh, we are taking callers for those that want to call in. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of excited. I've never been to a club show in Chicago. What? That's I've never been to a Bobby Hitch show. Never in my life. Motor in Chicago. Absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You ain't lying. You are not lying. Bobby was popping early... Like like early uh 2010, 11, 12. He had more shows. No, I know yeah, no, I know I know he was doing a lot of shows. I know um yes. if I'm not mistaken, if 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 I'm not mistaken, because if I'm not mistaken, when PBC start coming out here, he was co-promoting those shows. PBC love, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Fonfora. I know he had Fonfora fight at the UIC Pavilion. Yo, but you know what? This is even better, bro, because I've been to fights in Chicago, Eddie Hearn, 
some Bobby Hit shows used to be at the UIC Pavilion. This is like a legit a club show, like a small, like legit club show. UIC Pavilion, that's like an, an arena, bigger show, things like that. Like, no. there's there's no way, like, for example, when I say true club show, like, there's no way in hell tonight's fights would have landed anywhere. Like, that's how you know it's a true club show. If I can't get my fights, you get what I'm saying, on, on any network, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's probably a true club show. Bro, I think they need to bring club show feel to big shows. I know they make more money. But ain't that what I've ain't that what we've said on the show for you, so long? You've said that, but you know, it, it kind of I've seen a vision of it today in this conversation. And I know mm. economically it doesn't make sense for the promoter because he's taking away some chairs. And maybe it still can make sense if you get round tables and just, you know, put the same number. Bro. It can it can always make sense, you know. What when we talk about the chairs took took away, people don't understand about the convenience, bro. Like I legit told my boy, the the first one that bought a ticket yesterday. He said, "Bro, you understand the value y'all providing? It's all you can drink, full popcorn." He's like, he's like, "Bro, I don't have to worry about shit. I don't have to go buy shit." He said, "Y'all saving me a headache. It's about the convenience." So. If you put these tables in play and you offering dinner and drinks like they do at some of these uh professional sporting events, brother. Yeah, but that dog, you really want to have dinner? I could see Passover d'oeuvres that you know a waitress consi consistently Can I ask you can I ask you why not? Cuz you're going to go to the concession stand so now I need uh, silverware and I need a waitress and I need multiple waitresses because now I need water or I need wine or I need juice or you know what I mean? And I got to be like this and it becomes a restaurant, not an event. No, no, no. And I'm not no, fight. I'm looking at my food. All I'm saying, it's able to be done in every other professional sport. Why can't it be done in you? And these are the people paying the big bucks, the people that have the hospitality with football, the food and the drink. Football got ringside dinner, bro. You can go to a football game, field level, and you and your suite with your with your tables, and you you eating, bro. You steaks, Man. three hours. That's why, bro. A pay-per-view is four. No, but that's a card. That's and you know how it is, bro. The rich and famous. You right. You right. You right. You right. But you get what I'm saying. If you know that your ticket come with bottle service, if your ticket come with food, like, bro, all I think about is the card that you caught in Atlanta. That has been top three fights I have ever attended, and that was in the middle of a fucking pandemic, bro. You talking about bottle service? Bottle service to the section. They didn't have food outside, but the food truck was right outside. It wasn't too much of inconvenience. Like, that was such an amazing and fun time. And it didn't matter who was fighting. We was there early. I ain't even eat food. I'm be real. I was drinking the shit out of the, the alcohol. No, but you was working, though. You was working. You was on the call. No, you get what I'm saying? So We was drinking... We was drinking uh... That 24K, whatever that, that energy drink was, they didn't have Red Bull. But uh, yeah, man. Excited, excited, man. So, I, I mean, we rarely talked about uh, Usyk and Dubois. That is the last little bit of news. 
Um, that is official. That's happening August 26th. Um, yeah, man, I don't give Dubois a shot. You know, he was always a bit mechanical. And um, oh, like think about it, think about it, right? Think about it. Who was it yesterday that you was like, "Damn, bro, you seventeen and you was wearing those jeans"? Who was that? No, bro, think about it. You got a fly guy like No, a fly guy like CYP. Who else flying? You know, we got a lot of fly guys in the community. They pull up with a girl. You get what I'm saying, sir? Would you like the, the Honey barbecue, extra crispy wings with a side of candy, yams, and mac and cheese? Or would you like the steak chimichurri? You get what I'm saying? Like, bro. And then we have these champagne options. You, Oh, my God, bro. The fight's going to be crazy. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Think about And you can't do it for every, for every fight. But fights like Errol Spence and Bud Crawford that bring out the ballers. You know the, the 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 Tank Davis fights, the Haney fights, the Shakur fights. Like, bro, that would be sensational. Uh, I mean, I'm never gonna say no to that. When when I went to the two fights with Ward Kovalev, you know, the T-Mobile, they have that's a great example. Great example. Go ahead. What what do they have? Because nah, have like they have like this, um. Like you said, bottle service area on whatever level we was on, and it's like handicap chairs and tables. And by handicap chairs, I mean the space for the wheelchair. But you yeah, 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 the wheelchair you, accessible. Yeah, but you get tables and chairs, bro. That shit was like a club, yo. Me and A, so, that shit lit up there. It was, it was insane. I mean, I got a live. It's out there. So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, right, bro? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, because look, I was at Ward Kovalev, both of them, bro. The second fight, the first one, I was working security. So did we know each other? No, that's insane. First one, I was working security. I used to work secure. I used to volunteer, volunteer to work security on behalf of the military to be able to attend the fights for free. Second one, I bought a nosebleed, bro, on everything I love. A guy I met at the first fight saw me. He's like, bro, my wife couldn't come. I got an extra ringside seat. So if you go look at the second fight, bro, you see during the main event, you see me sitting next to Kathy Duva, and I'm on the phone calling my uncles like, bro, I'm right here ringside. Anyway, bro, that ringside seat came with all you can drink, Doucet, because mind you, Ward was with Jay, Jay on Doucet. I believe uh, he has recently sold it, but... It was all you can drink, dude. Say, I left that fight so fucked up. And it, it was just a convenience. I didn't have to go to the bar. They coming to me. It's already included. I ain't got to worry about it. That's good. But you know, these fights, they got restrictions. You go to the bar. I remember like one day I wanted to get right. I think we were working, um, like had to do a live show. And then the main event, you know, we normally off. And we get the, bro. And, uh. And that might be wrong too, because you know we normally get a, a free drinks when we do that. But all I know is I tried to buy more than one shot, and they talking about one cup per person. It's crazy. I think we was just together. Where was that? So, at? so I know that most places is two per customer. 
I was just at a baseball game. It was two per customer. But if you get a double, they'll count that as two. Yes. That, me, I think it was me and you together. Where we was at? Was the last bowl event me and you? Oh, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Bruh, that's out of control. Detroit was really restricting the alcohol. That was crazy. Yeah, no, that's most venues, bro. Two per uh, customer with ID. That's corny, man. Like, I mean, what, you know. But see, that's what I'm saying, bro. If you get something, you talking concessions. If you get some VIP shit, bro, it's whenever you done with your cup. Yeah, but that's only one cup. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? What if I wanted to buy five shots for five people plus my... But that's, but that's what I'm saying. If you have VIP, you ain't got to worry about it because they coming to you with this shit. You feel me? That's why we need it. That's why I brought it up because I had that bad experience. So I guess having your own waitress or whatever would be good. Let me go out to Adrian in Wisconsin. What up? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, all right, man. I like I like y'all talking about them club shows and and Bobby Hicks, but man, Dan, come down and visit me. You close, brother. You close. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I could, I would, bro. But it's hard because it's like I'm here and nobody's here. So it's like I had to get a rental when I went to Toledo. I have to get a rental next week when I get to go to Detroit. So it's like if I gotta come to to Wisconsin, I gotta get a rental, which ain't impossible. It's just like. A tab. Yeah. Dan, y'all come. Well, bro, you ain't that far away. He covered the rental, homie. Oh, okay. Well, if that's what you're talking about, then. Oh, he said he'll come pick, pick you up. Line, bro. He said he'll come pick you oh, up. Bro, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, and Ness told me. He's, Ness told me. He said, and this is one of the times I said, listen to Ness. He's, hey, he, said, he said, bro, he said, communicate with Adrian. And I'm like, bro, I'm not, I can't get another rental. Like, you know, that's. I'm already several hundred in rentals. Like, nah, champ, I can't do that. And then he's like, nah, just talk to him. So we'll figure it out, bro. Yeah. Hit me up. Hit me up, man. I, I, I'll come scoop you. I ain't like that. Um, shit. But yeah, man, I don't, I, I don't know otherwise, but like, yeah, enjoy them club shows. Them club shows are good. And while you're talking about it, um, you know, hey, Ness, man, you, you did the thing with the tables. I mean, we did that at Border Wars, man. That's not really that hard to set up. Bottle service, getting some people. That's like, for club shows and all that, it don't really cost them a lot of money to do stuff like that. No, 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 no. But that's what he's saying, that we need it for the biggest shows. We see it in the club shows, and we need it for the biggest shows. But then that's where he was like, it might be harder because these bigger shows, so much money for the seats, tables, shit like that, take up space. But I'm like, bro, if you offer the baller package, they going to pay. Ah, uh, definitely, definitely. Because it's all about... Like, bro, at, right at Raiders Stadium, at, at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, at Ra there is a nightclub. There's a nightclub with sections already built into the into the stadium. Like you can have a fight there and or, or a game, any NFL game you can get bottle service for. Any concert you can get bottle service for. So it's like, bro, if they do a fight there, you can get bottle service. We should have that all the time. Well, and think about it, man. It's dumb not to do it. Even though I, I get losing money on the seat, I get the space thing. You like. Well, now you're taking away from a few seats, but them bottles are marked up, what, 3,000%? You know, 
for bigger. It depends where you go. It depends where you go. I'll say I'll say places. You know, surprisingly, New York City has some of the cheapest uh bottle service that I've seen compared to like Vegas. Bro, I've been able to go to New York to the best fucking strip club the city has to offer and get a bottle in 1942 for like 350 bucks, which is at that time it was only like 300% more, you know, so they able to do it. They able to do it. They just gotta want to do it and 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 get with the times. In my opinion, this new times, bro. Every sporting event now is offering more and more hospitality. They keep taking uh, seats away from stadiums to put in more hospitality, more suites, more VIP. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And listen, it, it's a wave. You know, it, they, you gotta follow that. So once one person does it, someone else will do it. And they'll see the value in it. You know, it's just like, uh, I mean, look at you guys. I mean, podcasts, it's been a wave, right? Now look at all these people that, I mean, in my opinion, that you pass up who are trying to trying to do their podcast and trying to do things because they thought, oh, podcast, YouTube, this and that. You know, they down that, but look, look at it now. You got, you know, Paulie following y'all, Sean Porter following y'all, exactly what, you, what you've been doing for a long time. So I think it's like with anything, you kind of just got to start the wave and, and eventually people will catch on. But that, hey, that's my call, y'all. But yeah, Danny, just get with me, bro. I, I'll work it out. I'll make sure you get down here and you won't have to get no rental, all right? My guy, thank you so much, Adrian. I'll hit you up after the show, bro, and we'll talk. I told right. you, I told him yesterday that fucking... No, nah, he did. He, he, he did tell me to hit you up and then... He kept talking about some good-looking old white lady that has a bed and breakfast that makes the most, the most, uh, he said, he like said, bro. he said, bro, she makes the most scrumptious bacon. I'm like, damn, you eat the swan? He He's not even on the line no more. He listening. Who we got on the line, though, next? Toledo, Ohio. Trees. You know what the fuck going on? You know what the fuck going on? Exactly. You know what the fuck going on. What up, though? What up? What up, champ? Man. Shit, nothing much, nothing much, nothing much, nothing much. I'm listening. I like, uh, hey, so Coach, who y'all just had in on the interview, right? I know y'all be saying that people don't like y'all interviews and all this type of shit. And tell them, tell them I said fuck them. I like the interviews, big dog. And uh, tell Coach, I like his energy. I like the way that he's talking. We, I like, he, we in the fight to win this bitch, too. I like that shit. We don't just bring fighters here just to bring them here to get, you feel me, touched up and to make your fighter look. I like I like, what, I like what he's talking. I like that type of shit. That's good shit. I'm not up on the women's boxing and all like that. You feel me? I only fuck with a few fighters. My Clarissa Shields, my Alicia Bumgarner. You feel me? This type of action. But, yeah, the Midwest women. But, yeah, I like tell that coach. I like him a lot. On this, um, I like him a lot, but uh, I'm sorry about that Ortiz and Sanionis fight. I don't know, if, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm damn it, man. How many times have we been through this, Ness? Uh, at least two times before these guys. <laughs> this will be the third, one two times Virgil. It's getting out of hand, bro, because I'm really hurt because it, it would have laid out perfectly. Like, damn, we got Boots fighting this weekend. We got the Viet. You feel me? It's perfect. It would have been perfect. Like, everybody, 
in that division and fighting on the same night type shit we can make. You feel me? It's like ain't no way that they could have, like that. Oh, I, <laughs> boxing once again. I don't. And I get it as health issue and all this type of shit. I just uh, I'm hurt, bro. I'm hurt. It's devastating because that would have been the perfect. You feel me? Boom. Everybody in the division would have. It's damn. It's damn near tournament style when we think about it. If everybody fight on the same night, it would have damn near been a tournament. But that shit is made now. But um, hey Ness, I got a question for you about um with your show. I just I have an idea. I don't know if you have ever done this before because I I just told like I say, if anybody looking for rookie of the year, <laughs> it's your boy Toledo Trees. You know what the fuck going on? But um, it's about like a re- like regional shows. Like you ever done like an all Texas show, or an all Ohio show, or an all New York show, or all you feel me some something like that. Because if you do an all-Ohio show, you know what the fuck going on with my man, Jared. You know, hey, and by the way, Charles Conwell, I know you like him. I know you know what the fuck going on. Who you think my man Charles should fight next? We looking good. Uh, he's petitioning. The- he's petitioning to fight uh, Brian Mendoza for the interim. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. But you think, how you think we're doing that? I watched Conwell spar Dervianchenko. <clears throat> he's an animal. He's very good. You know what the fuck? He, he's a big puncher. <laughs> but I also watched him fight. The dude Boots beat the fuck up. And that dude moved up from tra- welterweight. And he's Dominican, so shout out to my Dominican brethren for proving to be durable that night, making Conwell not look as big of a puncher as we thought, because, you know, he killed Patrick Day, rest in peace. And, you know, I watched him spar and, and do his thing, but then he gets in there with a welterweight and, and, and he still couldn't do nothing. I get what you're saying. He didn't translate with the practice to the ball. I get what you're saying, but... Charles Conwell, he on the way up, man. Shout out to him. Like I said, we already talked about AB, man. Albert Bill, you know what the fuck going on. We just waiting on Oscar Valdez to take Buddy out because that's the fight I would like. So we can get – because once, once we get Oscar Valdez, hey, Albert Bill, I need you to take on Shakur, bro. I know I know it's – I know I know he fuck with Jared and it's a Tito connection and all that shit, but we trying to get money out here, big dog. That's a fight. Once we get – because we going we to get us a belt. But that's – I'm just – putting them ideas out there, man. Do some all-regional shows one time. That's, I, I like to hear about other people, man, other places, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a traveler, you feel me? And I know you got international people listening to this show, you feel me? So England could tune in and Australia could tune in. Just something to think about, you feel me? But shout-out TBV, man. We fuck with you, man. Shout-out to my city, Toledo, Ohio, man. I know y'all listening, man. We fuck with it. Y'all be easy. All right. And on Twitter, we got Fats. What it do? Yo. Yo. Yo, what it do, huh? Chilling. What it do? What it do, Danny? What's up, yo? Danny stepped Danny away. Stay. Danny stepped away. Oh, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why. Hey, that's what happened with uh, Virgil Ortiz, y'all. I keep on seeing people talking about get well and all that shit. I see that the fight. 
He got sick. What up? What up, Danny? He got sick. Yeah, he passed out. Dad had to give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. He's got a disease or illness called uh, rhabdobo or rhabdobo. play his cards right, you know what I'm saying? Doors opening up for him at 147 to be that, that cash cow that division, you know, with Bud and them looking like they might move up after this. But, um, yeah, so hopefully hopefully this fight be good this weekend. I think it's going to be a good fight, too. I think it's going to be closer than what people are expecting, too. Um, oh, yeah, 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 but the heavyweight shit, man, I blame Tyson Fury for all this shit that's going on. I mean, I don't mind, I don't mind the Heavy hitters kind of taking a break from each other in between, getting a fight in between. Because I know Wilder and Joshua was supposed to happen at the end of this year. I'm not sure if that's still happening. But I know that Usyk and Fury was supposed to have been the next showdown. But Fury be playing games, yo. Like, yo be, yo be saying one thing and doing another. That's why I really don't like him. Like, I mean, he got, he got skills and shit, but... That's really why I don't like dude, man. Like, Usyk trying to put structure into the division, man. Like, let that man get his shot. You know what I'm saying? The belts to be undisputed instead of doing all this shit. Like, now, now it's like they falling off for real, for real. Well, I've been, I've been hearing niggas saying that they fell off. You know what I mean? I don't think that's the case, but I think right now they ain't making all the big fights. I don't think the big fights is what need to be made at heavyweight. I think the big fights, the bigger fights more so at the lower divisions right now. But what y'all think about that? I mean, uh, this year is one of the best years. I don't know that any big fight is at any one division. I think it's just been right, right. all over, man. It's really special. I think, yeah, I think this is one of the best years in boxing as far as what I, as far as I can remember now. I've been watching boxing since, man, since Roy Jones, since he got knocked out by Antonio Tarver. I swear I hate that nigga to this day for that shit, but that's how long I've been watching. Yeah, you know I mean, I know y'all been watching it longer than me. It's been the best year in boxing in a, in a while. Yeah, 
Got you. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. I feel you, man. I'm going to keep on turning there, man. I appreciate y'all taking the call, bro. Five. What up, what up, what up? What up? Man, 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 look. I'm mad. I'm mad today. <laughs> no, no, no. You've been missing, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You're on the couch. You know what I mean? What you talking about? Yes, yeah, so I'm saying you, but you're on the couch, though. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's unorthodox right now. We all unorthodox. You know what I mean? Different states, different states. Unorthodox. <laughs> hey, I don't want to agree with him. I don't want to agree with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's a new thing. When you don't want to say nothing, you say, I don't want to agree with him. That's like saying you agree. But listen, though, um, Eddie Hearn, man. I don't know if y'all heard. Eddie Hearn was asked who's the most overrated fighter in boxing. Of course, he had to say Deontay Wilder. Says that his, only, his biggest wins against Luis Ortiz. And this is where it got weird to me. He says Luis Ortiz had him 8-0. Before the stoppage. Yeah, he knocked him out, but he was getting served 8-0. Now, from the fight that I saw, the first fight ended in round 10, not round 9. So you lied about that. Also, Wilder dropped him in round 5, and Ortiz was saved by the bell in round 5. Also, all three judges had Wilder up by one point going in two before the knockout. So not only do you give your opinion, which is okay, but you lie on Wilder. That's the shit that didn't get the fights made in the, in the past, all the lying. Now we can finally get a fight between AJ and Wilder, and he's back to this old shit. It almost makes me to the point I do. Are you afraid of Wilder? If you want to make the fight between him and AJ, stop lying on him. Keep, your, keep his name out your mouth. Let him and Wilder go, go back and forth. You stop that bullshit. Wilder don't respect you. He don't like you. Stop doing that if you want that fight to be made. Wilder does, is, not, is not crying about fighting AJ. He want to whoop his ass, but you're going to stand in the way of it. I hope you are listening. We are tired of you talking down on Wilder for all these years when AJ is the one that needs a pep talk. Worry about AJ having to fight Dillian White ass from the fucking grave when nobody wants to see this nigga fight. I'm going to keep it real. When I heard he was fighting in August, I knew he was fighting some kind of bum. Because I'm like, yo, that fight's next month. Who the fuck could he fight next month? It got to be some low-level fighter. Bomb, Dillian White, a low-level fighter. He used to be somebody. He low-level now. So worry about your own man. We all finally want to see Wilder versus AJ end of the year. Let's see the fight. But I'm telling you, personally, it's not going to happen if Hearn gets back to his old tricks. Shut up, man. Just make the fight. Shut up. Leave it alone. That's my advice because I really want to see them two dudes get up CYP. in there. Eddie Hearn, you're not fighting, dog. You're not C fighting. CYP. Why is Dillian White low level? Because he has no chance to be nobody at the top level. <laughs> but he and Wilder coming off the same loss. The same loss? Who, who, what? The same loss? Yes. What? 
They both last. Well, what are you talking about? They both no. last lost to Tyson Fury. So how does one dude lose no. the Tyson Fury no. and still could be great? Than the other? I mean, that's one person, though, champ. You who who has he who he beating? Like wow, they're still getting wins, still catching bodies. This one guy had his number. Like I mean, he beat Franklin. And and Wilder beat Ooh. fucking uh my man's Hellenius is the same shit. And Hellenius has been ranked in the top ten before. Franklin has never been there. Let's 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 stop let's stop the games. Let's stop the games. Come on now. If if we gonna compare Franklin to uh, I mean so accomplishments don't mean nothing. So, so so that's an accomplishment. You you reaching in the barrel that deep that you're like, well, Hellenius is top ten, and that's an accomplishment. No, no, no. You Hellenius has been knocked out, bro. Hellenius has been knocked out. Franklin ain't never been knocked you out. Reach. No, I'm not. What I'm don't just, you realize? I, I just want you to you clarify reach. why one Franklin man losing to Tyson Fury is because uh, Franklin. You know, nowhere, no, nowhere, nowhere. What, okay. what was the phrase that he you used? Because I, I don't, I know you get upset about that. So, what phrase you use? N not top Listen, level or world level. You, what you said? You compared Franklin to Elanius. Franklin ain't never been better than Elanius. That's you who reached in the bag. I didn't reach in the shit. I just replied. Bro, they the, they the same, man. I gotta go. Oh, I, I gotta go. I can't oh. give you. More. I don't know, man. I feel like Franklin arguably bro, beat Dillian White. Exactly. There was, no, there was no debate, but that's what I'm saying. There was no debate about Wilder beating Hellenius. Like he starched his ass, and that was that. But we not we not arguing about Wilder, brother. My man said Dillian White is not world level or top level. Well, I I just well, you said what's the difference? Because they both have lost last to the same guy, and I'm like the difference is that. Well, and that's what I'm telling you. The difference is that since one guy came back and starched his fucking opponent, a top 10 ranked guy, the other guy came back and had a controversial decision. I mean... Against a non-top 10 guy. Controversial, controversial to whoever, you know, was on that side of the street, not to the people... No, nah, I mean, I mean, no, 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 no. There was a lot of people that felt Jermaine Franklin won that fight a lot. And that's fine. Just like there was a lot of people that thought Jermaine Ortiz won. But what no, that's cool. But there was no people. There was no people thinking Hellenius won. But there was still no people. No people thinking that Ortiz won, right? No, it's no. But, but why add another example? Let's talk about what we talking about. We talking about Dillian White and Jermaine Franklin. So what the fuck, Jermaine Ortiz got to do with shit? Because your opinion of who should have won doesn't. No, I'm not saying he shouldn't have won. I'm just saying there was plenty of people saying it. Finish my sentence. Your opinion, our opinion of who should have won or who deserved to get the decision doesn't matter because the person that got the win is the one that moves on, gets ranked like Villa. Villa shouldn't have won. He didn't win, but he got the decision. So he in the boots fight. All I'm saying is if I lose to you, right, and then... John Doe comes in, loses to you. How am I still world level, but not John Doe? Like we we lost to the same fucking guy, and we both yeah. But I, I I feel that it's a collective of everything you're doing. Like, is it what have you done for me lately? Sure, Eddie is. I wait. I wait till you're done. Go ahead. I mean, I thought it was a conversation. That's what Eddie is saying. If you're saying it's a collective, that's what Eddie Hearn is saying, which is what triggered him. 
Eddie is saying Wilder's biggest win is Luis Ortiz. There's nothing wrong with that because it is. Name a bigger win. Right, but even if it is, and that's cool, it's still like Wilder's resume is like a year or two ahead of, you get what I'm saying? It's like his best wins don't even compare to Dillian's best wins. Bro. Because Dillian's be oh, biggest fights he lost. Champ. I don't think you know who Dillian fought everybody and beat everybody. He only lost to Tyson and AJ. So the top, bro, when 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 Wilder fought at the top, he lost to he lost to Fury and beat everybody else. No, what top, motherfucker? It's only three top: AJ, Tyson, Fury, and um Wilder. They, they, they only Wilder and Fury fought each other. So, so you see what I'm saying? Y'all so unfair. Y'all so unfair. Dillian White fought at the top two and lost, just like fucking Wilder fought at the top and lost because Ortiz ain't the top. Ortiz was never the top. He was never top three. He was never perceived the man of the division. The three men are the men. I mean, truth be told, truth be told, truth be told, I think Ortiz was higher value than AJ at the time that AJ fought Dillian. What the fuck had AJ done at that time? Like... He hadn't won nothing. Like he was on his way up. He was. I'm just saying he was on his way up. He was on his way up. Right. Who, who was more proven, right. Luis Ortiz at the time that he fought Wilder, or Anthony Joshua at the All time right. that he fought Dillian? All right, bro. All right, bro. You know, Dillian White fought Pavekin twice. Forgot about Pavekin, and lost one of those times. And had the balls. CC Wilder can have balls when he gets knocked out. He can have balls and fight. Even if he don't fucking win, he still got balls in your eyes. Now, Dillian gets knocked out, has balls, rematches, gets the win, and he's a bum. No, I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm just saying that's that's now a third name. That's just now a third name that has knocked him out. You could only give me one for Wilder, but you've given me three fucking names for the uh, Dillian White. That's all I'm fucking saying. I'm not saying because he lost, he's a bum. I, I'm not nowhere near that. So he has, so he has a... A weak chin. Okay. Look at the names he's for. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you know who he beat. Like, he beat Joseph Parker, another dude Wilder was supposed to fight. He beat Pavekin, another dude Wilder was supposed to fight. He fucking fought AJ and fighting him again. Another Bro, dude he beat, was supposed he to beat Pavekin. He beat Pavekin. Yeah, Wilder was supposed to fight him, brother. Wilder was supposed to fight him six years prior. Mm -hmm. Six years prior, let's not act like he wasn't in London when the motherfucker popped out. He was already out there getting ready for the fight. He uh -huh. popped out. He was going to his backyard as a champion. Never fight him after that because you certainly fought Lewis after he popped. So Lewis Ortiz gets a pass because y'all got a friendship because Lewis has a, a, a daughter. So y'all connect because Lewis got a sick daughter, and, you know. But what about Pavekin? He popped. He got clean. What about Big Baby? I think that... What about Big Baby? I think that the... Uh, what about Big Baby? What about Big Baby? Who the fuck he fought? Oh, oh uh, is when you... How we know that? How we know that? How we know that? What fight has he had? Brother, but you talking about listening, but you speaking over me, champ. That's all I'm saying. You talking about one guy... You talking about he beat... He beat uh, Pavekin at the Pavekin Park Hot um, in the past and knocked him out and all that. Bro, Wilder was supposed to fight him, but when though, man? Six years prior... Not when the shit happened six years prior. A way better, way more prime Pavekin. He went. He was going to Russia for that. Like, bro, it's not the same.
in my opinion, it's not the same, yo. And I'm not saying that Dillian no 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 scrub, but he's not what you you get what I'm saying. Earth to Nesta. Now he don't want to talk over nobody. What's up? I I I mean I hear you, bro. Um, Dillian White has been fighting the top ten heavyweights for almost a decade. You know, uh, if you don't know about him, I can't. I'm. It's, it's, bro, it's, I'm, and I never disagreed with you. I'm not taking nothing away. I'm just saying you mentioning the names, right? Like Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury was the most prime fighter that Dillian lost to, right? Joshua was a fighter being developed, right? Not more proven at that point than, than a Lewis Ortiz in his fights with Wilder. No way, no how. And then Pavekin, somebody past his prime, who we've already seen, Papa, who slept him in, in, in the fight before, and then he got his get back. You get what I'm saying? Definitely impressive. I'm just saying it wasn't the same. Like, the guys he fought, it wasn't the same. It ain't the same. He got knocked out and knocked out somebody, or he got knocked out and got a win. You know, somehow... He's against a guy way past his prime, correct. Somehow he's a bum. Wilder gets knocked out. You saying that, you saying that. And gets knocked out again, and he's the top. It's fine. Again, you saying that. I'm just saying one guy had Wilder's number. You've given me three guys, one of which was a prospect. Brother. One of which was a prospect, maybe contender. Man. Maybe contender. Yo, hot audio. Champ, I don't know. actually two of those. Two of those was prospects slash contenders. Go ahead. Hey, this is why I'm telling you, you and I need to lead this conversation alone because you're not educated enough on a heavyweight division. While Wilder, your defense to what I said was Wilder has only lost to one of the top. Because he only fought one of the top, brother. He turned down the AJ fight. Bro, but that's what I'm saying. See, it's not even that we it's not even that we don't know. Go ahead, go ahead, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fight at least three to four times on paper on paper 12 point something one offer 17 point something another offer 120 million another offer right after the fury draw another offer he was offered the dillian white fight at least three times it's googleable fight dillian white you get aj next fight dillian white you get aj next fight dillian white for eight million, fight Chisora for five million. You understand? All right. So can I ask you one thing? Can we agree on one thing? No, I'm not done. I'm not done. He oh, okay, good. Let me let me know when you're done. Let me know when you're done. Let me know when you're done because it's easy. He was you're making this way too harder than what it is, brother. He was offered a unification fight with Vlad and turned that down. So when you say he only lost to one of the top, it's because he only fought one of the top. Okay, but you saying you saying that White lost to three of the top, yet he lost to one of the top. You can't call two prospects the top. Like, at the time he lost to Joshua, Joshua was a prospect, maybe a contender, probably a contender. At the time he lost to Pavekin, Pavekin was a prospect. 
maybe a maybe a like what had Pavekin done? Like Pavekin was definitely on the down, definitely on the down. You sound clueless right now. You called a, a, a world title challenger a prospect. I gotta go, man. Let's just get to the callers. You sound weird, bro. I mean, bro, AJ hadn't challenged for the title yet. So you can't be a champion or a world title challenger until you actually do it. You saying AJ. Yo, hard audio. I'm not saying AJ. Even Pavekin champ when you, when when at the time you sound good to me, C dub. He just prospect slash challenge uh Contender, yeah. So he's trying to he's trying to clean it up. I'm trying to just Maybe. go straight to you. Bro, they both prospects slash contenders at the time that they fought him. What the fuck? I, I see Danny saying that he fell back to a level of a prospect. I think that's where Danny is. Or a contender, or a contender. But he wasn't he wasn't the top. He wasn't the top. Guys, don't fall into this guy's I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to hear my foot. It's physically impossible to go. No, he just don't want to read the chat. The whole chat is in agreement. You can't go to prospect. This guy is—he's making up his own rules in boxing. He's. I understand what he—I understand where he went with it, though. But hey, shout out TBB, smash the like button. It's free. Do something. So once you hold on, once you champion, you always champion. If you lose, if you lose, you you're not in contention for another title or something like that. They're called the former champion, bro. After you lose, if you're a champion, yeah, yeah, you're a, for, you're a former title, and once you're a, that, and once, and, you're a former champion, and once you pass prospect, you don't go back. You're a contender, and when you can't pass yeah, the contender, you're, you're just a title challenger. Fuck is wrong with you, right, bro? You sound right, crazy today. Right, 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 right. Then okay, so I don't, I don't see how, but okay. Dillian White has always been been at the top. The the only difference between Dillian White and Wild is Wild got a statue. There's, there, there's it. There's it. I mean, I mean, Wilder, Wilder was a champion. You know, Dillian White was never a champion. That's, a, that's another thing. That's a difference. But they both been in the top ten, top five. Dillian White has been top five, and he was top five. So we just need to let that go. He was. Let's look at the bigger picture here. The bigger picture. What do you call top five guys? Is that is that like are they like contenders? Would you call a top five guy contender? Top five. I mean, he hasn't he challenged for the title? He's he just a former title challenger. That's all. Just a, he's a former title challenger. That, that's what I would call him. After you, after, after and, you but, but but you know somebody somebody who challenges for a title wouldn't aren't they considered to be in contention for a title? Like I'm just you know. No, Danny. You, you can use Danny, 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 Danny. Let's <laughs> let, let me tell you one thing, and then just leave it alone. Let's get to the cause. When you're in title contention, that means you're about to have your first title shot, right? You're in title contention. Once you get that title shot, you can't be back in title contention. Like you're a, you're a title challenger. So, so, so you get you get one title shot per career is what you're saying then? Because if you're saying you cannot get another title shot, you become you become you're the ring announcer announces you as a formal former. Tighter title challenger that this is just happens in boxing, bro. Oh, you're not paying attention when they're talking. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just it's just like uh the verbiage that is chose to be used because to me, a contender and a title challenger 
in, in the same sense is down to the same shit. Because you contending for the title, you challenging for the title. Same shit. Oh, because a contender hasn't gotten his shot. That's cool. That's cool. But if you get your shot and you lose, they you still challenger. But you're still in contention for a title, brother. Yes, you're you're a title challenger. You're a title challenger. How sway if you fucking lost and you gotta pick up the pieces again? How? You don't even get in that position till you do. Once you get knocked off from your title challenge, you you, you back trying to get up there, brother. Let's move on. You tripping. We arguing bullshit. A division you don't even care about for one. You, you you know you don't like the heavyweight division. Over Bro, it's not that I no no no, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that you know more about it and you've covered the division more than me. That's all. Yo, you physically have said, yo, you know, you you you've watched this more. This ain't really my thing. Like now today you want to debate bullshit. Like Dillian White you uh, you, know bro, you saying the same thing I'm saying. Same thing I've said. You've seen it more, so I'm going to come to you. He's in Ohio, literally called in yesterday, talking about, yo, we should give Jared Anderson Lucas Brown. Someone Dillian White destroyed 10 years ago. You understand what I'm saying? Like, stop disrespecting. Don't fall in, 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 in for these weird old callers who want a big up day fighter. Dillian White been fighting the top tens of the boxing forever. Pop the knot, he beat Oscar Rivas, undefeated. Tired, tired or not, he beat Joseph Parker, former world champion. Old or not, he fought Pavekin twice. Motherfuckers wasn't fighting Pavekin, where they at? The dudes that did got knocked out. They gonna call it here and lie, man. And now 40 years old in the heavyweight division when your prom is in your 30s. It ain't until this last two Olympic crops where motherfuckers was in their 20s. Knock it off. AJ's the first young heavyweight. Jared is the first of his con. Fuck out of here, man. We ain't seen 21-year-old dude since Mike Tyson. Dude's going to lie and lie and lie. Fuck out of here. Wilder only beat Ortiz. That's it. And you want to shit on Pavekin? How old was Ortiz when Wilder beat him the first time? 40, Bro. 41, 44, 58? <laughs> Fuck is we talking about? You gonna have a weirdo call in talking about how Pavekin was old and not his prime, but Ortiz wasn't. Ortiz wasn't. I ain't set up. Man, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to the defenders, the protectors, the liars. They not real fans of boxing. They fans of man. We know what it is. Fuck out of here. Can we agree on one thing, though? Can we agree on one thing? Can we agree on one thing? Can we agree on one thing, brother? One thing and one thing only. Can we agree on? When Deontay Wilder lost the second fight to Tyson Fury, he got the trilogy, right? Yeah. So was Wilder still in title contention since the title was on the line? Bro, it's a rematch. It's a rematch. Like, is he in contention? No, he's fighting to get his belt back. Don't change the verbiage. He lost his belt and he's struggling to get it back. Fuck is we talking about, bro? Y'all want to? How is that struggling when you're running it right back? If you're struggling, you're not running it right back. You got to go through hoops and ladders to oh, get it right back. Homie, we talking about a dude that we called the biggest puncher in boxing. But you saying struggle. So did he get the rematch immediately after the second fight, or did he have to go through hoops and ladders to get the rematch? 
three fights with Fury, you going that's not struggling? I said I mean he didn't lose the first one. We said the second one after he lost. Said, he only lost twice. I said struggling to get his belt back. Right. So that. And, and, and no, you said struggling to get the rematch. You said he he was struggling to get the rematch. Belt back. Belt back. Rewind. Belt back. We can't. How much you want to bet? Nah, let's see what the chat say. It don't matter again. I mean, the chat been saying that you're wrong, but you don't want to see that. I don't see nobody saying I'm wrong. We going out to see Dub, man. It's called selective seeing. Y'all might have heard of selective hearing. This is selective seeing. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm so glad y'all came back to me, man. I thought we, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I mean, I know the energy is there, the energy is high, you know. Um, I just didn't know I, I got cut off, but hey, man, I just wanted to get this off. This is just Eddie Hearn, again, using Wilder, the statue, as a market employee to build up AJ. You know, no eyes are on AJ right now, so you got to use Wilder to say, hey, he's going to fight him in, in December after this to build up this fight. You know, this, but like, this is still a top 10 fight. I don't know why people don't want to give White his credit. White has always, I mean, White has been at the top for a long, long time. I mean, beat him after he lost to Vivek and he still got that win back. He um, had a tight win. I mean, had a tight fight with AJ. I don't know. The top guy builds his own little few, though. It's only, it's only what? AJ, Wilder, and, and Fury. Well, I mean, he's been in the top five Ream Magazine rankings before. You know, he's been, he been in the top ten box rig. He's he been ranked in the top three, I mean, top five before. It's, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, we need rankings. We need... you right, you right, you right, you right. Of that, of that nature. But if you look at the Ream Magazine rankings, uh, whatever rankings you want to go by, I think the Ream would be the most, the most valid at the time. Then he has been top five before, you know. So, I, I, and I just want to say he's been top... I don't know why. Even though he still gets slipped by Wilder by by round five, he's still been top, man. Let's not discredit our bosses, our top our top fighters, our top contenders. Let's not call them bums and they in the top ten of a division, man. That's what's wrong with boxing, man. How we get somebody in the top ten, it's a bum. How? I don't know. I don't know, man. But shout Bruh, out to DV. He don't even got to be life. in the top ten. Look at the names he's for. How could you call him anything other than, you know, a, a top contender? Yeah, a top, a top fighter. Right, right. And, and that's, that's a good point, Ness. That's a good point. You can have eight losses. You can have four losses or three losses like Loma. But look who he lost to. He lost to Devin. Look bro, bro, but that was never... See, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. We It was never... It was never... I never called him a bum, first and foremost. But Nesta was saying that his wins is just so much better than Wilder's or his losses is against the top. But what I'm saying is Wilder lost to one man twice. He lost to three yeah. different men. All Every single time he got put to sleep, like tucked in, like uh, good night, son, kiss on the forehead. What? You get what I'm saying? Bedtime story. Hold, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He didn't fight. When, when that, 
opposition, Dillian White. Bro, but you keep saying that. Who the fuck was Joshua? But if he wasn't a fucking prospect, but, maybe a contender but, at the time that he beat him. Bro, didn't, didn't White Joshua, lost and White lost to all of those talk did, and White lost to all of them too. Didn't Joshua the get the fucking title shot after the Dillian White fight, bro? What are we talking? So he's a contender. He's a contender. The same shit I'm saying. <laughs> yo, yo, Dillian White, man, he's a top, top, top fighter, man. You know, we still looking for the B sample. You know, it's it, it's been so many blemishes, man. But hey, he's still a top fighter. At the end of the at the end of the day, he's still a top fighter, man. You know, put some respect on it. AJ, we hope AJ get past it so he can get flipped in December. You know, shout out TBV, smash that like button, it's free. Do something with yourself. Appreciate the call, man. I appreciate the call. Even though Nuss talked over majority of it, still appreciate it. Whatever, brother. Whatever. Who we got on the phone lines? Uh, let me see. It looks like, oh shit. Wait. Cause I think CYP said he got a counter punch. Yes. Bro, he never got it. He he sent that super chat like ten minutes ago. And you too busy arguing with me. You don't want to tell. You don't want to just conduct the show. Because you want to always be right, even when you're wrong. Go ahead, CYP. Hey man, I, I heard something that uh, that that was a, a lot of Eddie Hearn coming out of coming out of Ness. I heard him say he was offered a unification with Vlad. He was. That's a lie. That's not. That's, that's not. That's not true. Okay. You can find so, that on so, Google. You know, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. But what the hell you think I've been doing? But listen, I would bet you. But y'all don't take my bets because you know I'm fucking right. There's no way I sat home for ten minutes listening to you talking, didn't get the information. Cut it out. You know me better. So than you that. Have, so you have the article with Shelly Finkel's words. Shelly Finkel managed Vladimir. If why the hell would Shelly Finkel say no? Wilder needs another fight or this or that, and then he can go and fight Vlad. Why would he say that if he's making an offer to Wilder for Vlad? Man, let's 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 move on and let's go to Vlad's own words. Bro, that Vladimir. Is, but you're you're no. saying it right there. His can manager is saying talk? he doesn't can want the fight. Could I talk? No. Somebody <laughs> asked right. him in an interview right. after Wilder won the fight. All it was a press right. conference. That's, a, wh- that's, a why, that's why he him. went on to unify, right? Could I talk? That's why, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Shelly Shelly said one more fight, which Let turned into talk. how many fights? My God. What when, is wrong when, with did you? You when did he you unify? When did he unify? When did he unify? When did he unify? Are you gonna be quiet? Yes, let him get his counter, bro. Let him get his counter. Did he unify? My guy, you got a problem, guy. Oh, you don't even okay. Want me to talk. Okay. So relax, you're saying that relax. the quote, the quote relax, you're trying to God. use is worthless because he never unified. Yes. What the <laughs> fuck, bro? Relax. Damn. Relax. Relax. He one of the few people that pay, bro. Cut somebody else off. My guy, listen. It was an interview that a reporter asked him. Do you think uh, Vladimir should be next? It wasn't him saying I offered it to Wilder and he and he turned it down. It was a reporter. He answered the question. Now we're going to go to Vladimir's own words. After beating Brian Jennings, I believe that the fight with Tyson Fury will look good differently. I think he should be next. He's a tall guy. He's ambitious. Da-da-da. My next fight is with Tyson Fury. That was after he won the fight versus Brian Jennings in April. 
Wilder won the title in January. That's three months after he's already talking about fighting Fury. It had nothing to do with Wilder unifying with Wilder. That fight against Tyson Fury, he lost. How could he offer Wilder unification after he loses? You made that up to help your argument. I know Wilder better than you when you should know him just as well. Don't lie. I will catch you and I will flame you. Cut sure. it the fuck out. Now go ahead. You got it. You got it. Yeah, I mean, you know, no one believes you. Uh, Wilder's never unified. Uh, you're saying a quote that I'm saying exactly is the proof. The manager, Shelly Finkel, was also the manager of Deontay Wilder, and he made it clear Wilder was not ready. He told that reporter that Wilder would be ready in maybe one fight, which turned into 10 consecutive title defenses where he never got a unification. So... I mean, you can shout, you can pout, but we're talking about 10 fights and no unification. So that quote from Shelly, yeah, we can stand on it. He never put Wilder in a unification and he had both fighters. That's called in-house. You want Yeah, but that, that also don't show that the fight was off a champ. Sure, man. And Shakur Stevenson didn't fight Oscar Valdez, man. But, 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 but he actually didn't fight Valdez and instead fought Gary Russell for the WBC across the street, right? Nah. I'ma just go ahead, man. Y'all weird. Hello, guys. We're talking boxing here. Who's this? What's going on? What's going on, man? You. What up, what up? What up, Danny? What up, Danny? What it do? Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Danny, Danny's right on this one, man. I, I feel you on your last point there with the, with the Wilder CYP. Just, he, he jumped on the wrong point right there with the, uh, with the thing. I remember Shelly Finkel definitely saying that he held Wilder back from that fight. So that's right. But where you was tripping was you naming all these top 10 people that Billy and White fought. Almost as if Wilder fought no top 10 people on that route. When I'm looking at the heavyweight rankings, every time he fought a top 10 person, he was defending. Ariola in 15. Let's, let's, let's keep going. He, he had Dominic Brazil. I'm looking at the top 10 rankings. Every time he was fighting top 10. You said he didn't fight Quebecan, but Quebecan popped dirty. So how you going to hold that against Wilder? Because the motherfucker popped dirty twice. He didn't want to squabble him. What is he supposed to do? Go grab the motherfucker from the from wherever he's from and make him fight? That's on him. Wait, wait, Wilder wait. Hold on. Competition. Hold on. Hold he on. did turn Dillian White down twice. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I didn't hear you. When you said, what was he supposed to do? What you what situation you was talking about? He talking about when uh, Pavekian popped hot. He was like, how? what can he do about that? He had accepted the fight. That ain't on him. Brother, he didn't fight him. brother, he didn't fight him because he popped dirty. Twice. Okay, okay. And how many people have popped dirty and still got in the fight? I mean, Valdez popped dirty. No, she caught for him. I'm that. not but, done. But I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. He didn't pop hot in a fight, though. The person in question, the person in question fought someone that popped hot. Luis Ortiz popped hot. Because it's Wilder, we gonna believe Luis Ortiz has high blood pressure. Cause I'm 44. I went to no, the doctor what we're yesterday. Gonna believe is, 
I'm 120. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I got 120. So don't give me that bullshit. Y'all just make up Bro, shit. You, you weigh you weigh way more than 120. Okay. What the fuck I'm you talking about? My, my blood pressure was 120. What you talking up. about? No, he fought Luis Ortiz because Luis Ortiz still wanted to get in the ring. So Beck and Duck, bro, what are you talking about? He popped dirty twice and Duck. He popped dirty twice and Duck. Bruh. What are you talking Bruh. about? Bruh. Bruh. Wilder was still willing to Brother. fight Beck, you're Brother. Like, I got to go, man. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I can't sit here and listen to stupidity. Luis Ortiz popped twice. Luis popped when he was with Golden Boy. Then he popped when he was about to fight AJ. Like, stop, man. You picking and choosing who you give a shot to. You picking and choosing who is okay to pop and get a fight. You making all this case for Pavekin not to get a fight because he popped. But Lewis popped twice in his career. Twice. The same motherfucker we never believed his birth certificate. Like, now y'all trying to glorify this motherfucker because that's the only win that Wilder got. That's I mean, shit, Bermain Stavern, the first fight was a top top five Brother, heavyweight. Parker's a better champion than him. Stop trying to do this with me. No, I'm just, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying you said that he the only top five when he got when he, when it's not, when it's not. How you calling? How you calling Joshua before he ever even challenged for a title, a, a bigger win than a world champion? Like, make that make sense for me. A vacant, vacant belt, brother. Vacant belt. Okay, that's great. That's great. But he was more than Joshua at the time that Wilder fought him compared to the time White fought him. Burn won won a belt off of Ariola, man. That's great, and he was more than Joshua. More than Joshua. Fuck you talking about? Oh, why? Right. Just I just want you to know that in case you didn't. and I just want you to know I just want you to know that when Wilder beat Stavern, he was a fucking champion. When when White beat beat Joshua, he ain't even fought for shit. So long as you know what what win what win is better for each fighter. What win aged better? What win aged better? Bermain Stavern. How sway? Bermain because he was. No, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you how. 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 Finish my sentence. He never did anything after that. And Danny, listen, this could have been a show that's ended. You dragging this out for no reason. You arguing shit you don't care about. And now you keep looking worse and worse. You about to make a case for Bermain Stavern. I'm just saying, Nesta, because you that keep saying. Lost to Trevor Bryan of all people, brother. Like, Stop, man. You're doing this for no reason. These motherfuckers don't love you. They're going to DM you some fake shit. On your birthday, they ain't going to get real. Bro, I don't give a I fuck didn't... about none of that shit. I'm just saying, you you saying bullshit by saying Joshua wasn't a contender when, when White lost to him. But yeah, I can't say. Bro, you said how the fuck he, he was a prospect contender. Um, was he not? Was he not? Same what? shit with the other motherfucker, Pavekin. When he lost to when he lost to him. But let you tell it what what you end up doing is who you are from, from day one. So that's all I'm saying, champ. You're right, man. You're right, man. You are right, champ. You are right. I was a champion, the other guy wasn't. That's all. I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. We good on call it. Oh, all right. We got Brandon. Like Bermain Stavern has a belt to put in front of his fireplace. Dillian White doesn't. That's all. Dillian White got a silver belt in his fireplace. 
Same. Oh, I mean, shit. Remember? Hey, hey, yeah, but Devin ended up getting the real shit. Devin no. ended up getting the real shit. No. He sports the no. real belts, though. No. He sports the real belts, though. No. He sports the real belts. Want to lie? See how you want to lie? See how, how you... I want to lie? How I want to lie? But Mister Vern, was no. he a real world champion? Yes or no? Was hey. he a real world champion? Yes or no? Let me remain a real world champion, yes or let, no? Was let, he a real world champion, yes or no? Let me educate. Was he, let me, was he a real world champion, yes or no? Because the education you want is who was a world champion, brother? That's all. All right, all right. I was just saying, you know, if you don't want to be educated, that's one thing, my brother. You yeah, know. I mean, if Dillian won a world title that I didn't know about, educate me, brother, my bad. I mean, last I checked, as a person has been to more conventions than you and read more of the rules and guidelines, the interim title is the same exact title. They don't send you a new title. That is the title. You just get elevated. You know that and I know that, but you want to lie for TV for these fucking weirdos. I don't get you. You so weird today. Brandon in Cincinnati, what up? So you saying the silver? You said the silver? Dillian was the interim champion. Oh, the interim, the interim. You said the interim is the same as is the same as the real the real deal. Yes, it is. Call Devin right oh, now. Wow. Call Devin right now. Call him. Call no, him. the reason I'm asking. Hold on. The reason I'm asking. Call him. Let me know if I can talk. Let me know if I can talk. Let me know if I can talk. Because the reason I'm asking, because you said it's the same joint, but I've been to his house where he has the one with Abdullah's face, and I've been to his house where he has the one with Cambosa's face. So. Bruh, that's because of the fight. That's because. Bro, but you just said that it's the same belt. You don't get another. Bro, oh man, go ahead, bro. Uh, Brandon. All right. Danny uh, gonna act like he don't know that when you win a belt, you only take pictures with it. It goes back to the champion, even if he lost it. That. And then what? And then what? And then what? Do you not get a, a new belt sent to you? Do you not get a new belt sent to you? And they mail you a belt with the face of the fighter you fought. So how is the same joint, brother? How is the same joint? Come on, man. Knock it off, man. Go ahead, Brandon. This guy's terrible, man. It's the same thing, but motherfuckers wasn't disputing who was under. Come on, man. I think I think we need to get back to the topic I jumped in later. The main topic, uh, AJ versus White, too. And Usyk, Dubois, and Virgil. Cancellation. As far as Virgil, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, as far as his health, maybe he needs to move up. Maybe his body's just giving out. He might need to retire. Um, he needs to think of himself first as far as Virgil. Don't try to force himself to do it if his body don't hold up. He can probably just be a guy that never quite lived up to the potential. It happens in uh, all sports. Guys never really reach their peak because of some kind of health reason. Usyk and Dubois, I think Usyk going to box his head off, probably stop him. Dubois was pretty good, hype job going in. They had him fighting bums, but he's looked very human and very regular as of late. Even when he beat Trevor Bryan, he looked slow and lethargic and hella uh, trash. So expect Usyk to put on the clinic. AJ White, too. I hear you guys caping for White saying it's a top five or top ten guy. And I disagree with that. I mean, yes, is he French top ten still? Yeah, but it's all about what have you done for me lately. His last two fights, one against Jermaine, frankly, he got a gift, looked like shit. 
Before that, he fought Tyson Fury. Looked like he'd never boxed in his life. Looked like shit and got embarrassed. Never won a second of the fight. So that's the issue I'm having with the white fight. Like, what's the point? I understand AJ's on the comeback trail. It's a name that the UK knows. But as far as a competitive standpoint, White has looked like trash the past two or three years. So the fact that he was top five or interim champ 10 years ago, it really don't matter because he ain't looked like he used to look in three, four years. So it's a fight that I really don't give a fuck about. But I understand the point of it. It's a name that the U.K. is familiar with, and it's a fight that gets A.J. back on track because he's on a um, rebuild. So, yes, in America probably won't give a shit about the uh, rematch between him and Dillian White, but the U.K. might get behind it. So that's all that matters, that the U.K. cares. There's better options name-wise than Dempsey McKean and some of the other guys they were naming, Junior Fire and shit like that. So um, if they like it, I love it. But other than that, yeah, I'm not interested in seeing Dillian White get a rematch because he ain't look like shit in his last two or three fights. But, yeah, man, y'all have a good Friday. Take it easy, everybody on the TVV community. Protect your mental health at all times. Be less than um, a month away from the fish fry. That's all I care about. Fuck everything else. But that's my comment. Y'all take it easy. All right. Get to these super chats. Uh, I don't know where we at, so I'm going to just take it from the top. White is with Brooke, Khan, and Samuel Vargas. Uh, Mad Bent says daily dose of Tanquil, white sipping on Tanquil. That was two dollars. Two pounds from Enoch. He says Pavekin not a veteran, but a prospect. Oh Lord. Mad Bent back with another five dollar super chat says Wilder beats Stavern, who was top three at the time, and Ortiz, who was top five at the time. Bro, the fact that y'all are still talking about like Stavern. That 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 isn't where all these years later you talking about Stavern. Damn. Jaime Nieto, five dollar super chat says, Ness, you right. Get him. You can't argue with fans of men. You gonna keep going in circles and go get nowhere. Excuse me. Hand on face emoji. Oh shit. Look who's bizarre. <laughs> Still swell to smell the sweat on his clothes. You know, he stay in the gym. Shout out to Brandon Lenz. Been a member at the champ level for 28 months. He says, sad for my boy, Stan E.O.ness. He needs a fight. Move, move him to Thurman Ugas undercar versus Crowley Barrios as chief support. Bright side for Virgil. This puts him in line to fight Canelo next. What? Yeah, right. He'll never get that Canelo shot, bro. And he'll fucking... He'll get sick at the weigh-in, man. Like, it ain't gonna happen, bro. You know how that goes. But that is the last Super Chat. Nest GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch me on the next one. 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. 3 p.m. Eastern. Arrivederci.